Hey everybody, uh, thanks for joining me today. Normally this is Ben talking, uh, but it's just me because Ben is not here. He's a little under the weather. And no, it's not COVID. Um, he just has had a headache. And um, and his wife, Rissa, she got her wisdom teeth out on Friday and she's been kind of recovering from that, kind of a slow recovery. She even told her husband that uh, childbirth, she'd prefer childbirth over having her wisdom teeth taken out. Um, maybe because there's no ending, uh, you don't know uh, when it's going to end. And so I, I talked to her today, the swelling's starting to go down. Um, but we've been enjoying uh, doing some extra grandparenting duty. Um, we've had Renly and Hudson uh, for the last couple of days in the mornings every day uh, during part of the day while they were awake. And then we take them back home when they take naps because, again, they live right next door. Uh, but today was kind of special because... Uh, um, my wife and all the kids and her mother and an aunt and some other uh, friends, my, my mother-in-laws, they went to an Amish petting zoo today. And I know I'm just blowing your mind with those words put together, Amish petting zoo. Um, but try to imagine Jack Hanna, you know, with a beard, um, because that's what it is. Up here in northern Indiana, I can't think of the name of it right now, but if you, if you maybe I'll put it in the comments or Ben can put it in the comments. Um, but this Amish guy has turned his farm into like this um, big animal game preserve. Uh, and they have like the plains type animals, you know, like zebras and camels and Watusi, which the big horns and Brahma bulls. And they let you get up and close and personal. And it's, it's, it's very cool. They take you out on a wagon you get to feed the animals. That's a lot of fun. And it's just really a really unique experience. Um, so uh, Hudson and I, uh, Hudson's who's less than two years old, uh, we did some running around. We went to uh, a Lowe's and Walmart, and uh, he only had one flip-flop, so he wouldn't wear two. So he wore one, and we went to those stores, and it was just like the old days of having little kids again. And I, I, you kind of forget how exhausting it is, um, but it was tons and tons of fun. We haven't started school yet. We just got back from Harvey Cedars, which is a great camp, um, Harvey Cedars Bible Conference, I think it's called. Uh, that's the official name. Harvey Cedars, New Jersey, which is uh, just north of Atlantic City, um, right on the ocean. It's a ton of fun. Um, and so we had a, a homeschool week where I spoke. Um, it was kind of a short week, um, but it was a lot of fun. The only drawback this year was, um, you know, they give you lots of free time. So basically, you have your morning still dinner, past dinner, to just hang out. It's tons of fun. Um, but they, But this year... The wind was blowing the wrong way, apparently, and it was coming across this big bay where they're all so they are situated on, and it was blowing all these black flies um, onto the beach, and they were wicked, wicked, or as they would say out east, wicked. They were wicked, wickedly bad, um, and uh, it was really a weird experience because I went down uh, every day, kind of to test it, and every every day somebody was coming off the beach going, "Ah, they're wicked down there." And uh, one morning I got there, um, I think it was the last morning, full morning, and uh, I was hoping this might be the day. So I walked down, and I, as I walked along the beach, it wasn't too bad. But I thought, oh, I'll stop and see if they kind of swarm at me. And so I stopped, and they were like, shoo, you know, right all over my legs, like 10 of them, you know, there, and they bite. Uh, in fact, I was thinking they could have T-shirts called Black Flies Matter or Black Flies Splatter or whatever. Um, but it was a great time. Uh, uh, and again, if you're ever looking for a vacation with purpose 
and vacation where somebody feeds you all the time and vacation where, you know, there's a speaker um, uh, and lots of games and interaction with other homeschoolers, you ought to check out maybe a, a homeschool uh, or a camp near you. We've been to several of them, Sandy Cove in Maryland. Um, I think I'm going to do one next year in Nebraska, uh, Maranatha, right on 80, Highway 80 that goes across there. Um, a great place. Um, uh, and of course, Harvey Cedars, uh, which is also a wonderful place. Um, and I know uh, uh, they would appreciate you signing up for next year because uh, as they're trying to recover from uh, this COVID thing, they've, I mean, they've all taken a huge hit uh, and lost so much. Um, but we were out in, the, uh, in our RV again. We were able to check off two uh, Walmarts, unique Walmart stays off our um, uh, master list. Uh, I stayed number 286 was at Lee Heighton which I would have never, ever guessed. That's how it was pronounced. Lehighton, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, which is a beautiful Walmart. Uh, I've, I've got a picture. I should put it on there. And then uh, on our way home, we stopped at Wasiana, Ohio, which was a great, uh, great uh, Walmart as well. Um, the uh, RV ran like a panther. The only problem was uh, I had a little windshield wiper problem, and, and I only needed it when it rained, and it only rained one time, so we're, we were good. We were good. Um, but uh, I just thought maybe we'd talk a little bit t today, um, uh, just you know, real light, because again, Ben's not here. Um, but uh, one of those things is we haven't started school yet. And uh, I know my wife was hoping like she was gonna start on Monday, which was yesterday. Um, she said, we're gonna do a, a soft start. But you know what, life has interrupted and uh, we've been watching grandkids and, um, and that's the beauty of homeschooling. You get to start when you want to start. So you don't have to feel guilty, mom. Don't feel guilty at all if you haven't started yet. You know, you just decide when you're ready to start. Maybe you do a soft start like some of the other moms who were talking about it. Or maybe you start and then you take a break right off the bat just to regroup. Um, don't be discouraged. Maybe you're a first-time homeschooler if it didn't go as planned um, because homeschooling rarely goes as planned. You know, even in a, in a regular school setting, it doesn't go like they think it's going to go. Um, I know so many times when, uh, as a pastor, I would, I would practice something, you know, or, or plan for something in my office. Then when you got in front, in, in front of people, it just didn't work the same way. You know, whether it was a song or was it, whether it was an activity or a game, same thing with homeschooling. You plan it all out. You think, oh, this is my perfect little schedule. Every 15 minutes, you know, every half hour, every 10 seconds. Um, these are the increments. And then you start and your kids ruin it. <laughs> uh, don't be discouraged by that. That's just part of it. Um, but you're going to figure it out because God made you smart enough to figure out how to homeschool your kids. Um, in fact, I just uh, posted something, I think it was today, that says basically, you know, uh, don't let any experts, don't let those pencil pusher, you know, curriculum people or anyone else tell you that this is the way you have to do it. And because you know your family better than anybody else, you know you better than anyone else. You pick something that works for you, that works for your kids. And if you're smiling, you hold on to that. If you're not smiling, then figure out a different way to do it. Uh, again, maybe you're just getting started. I know Ben might, will probably give a commercial here for teaching textbooks. Um, maybe in the middle, or maybe he doesn't have the energy to do it. Um, but I'll tell you, if you're kind of stymied, uh, teaching textbooks could take a lot of stress away. Um, it, it does so for us. Um, okay, here's a couple things that I was thinking about, though, when I was uh, uh, at the homeschool uh, conference, uh, and it was kind of, or the homeschool camp. Um, it, again, it was a great time. It was a good encouragement. 
Um, it's amazing to me how even moms have been homeschooling for a long time. It uh, doesn't matter really how long. They, they face the same kind of pressures. They face the same pressures of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm failing, you know. Even if they've gone through a bunch of kids, they come back and like, I don't even know what I'm doing. So don't be discouraged. But the one thing that I thought was kind of interesting that, um, that maybe we talk about, I haven't figured out exactly uh, what the solution is. I haven't figured out uh, if this could be a talk or if this could be, you know, something I write about. I don't know. But here it is. Um, while we were there, um, a kid came up to us. And by kid, he was probably 20-ish, uh, 21 maybe, 20. Um, and I'll just tell you right off the bat, and I hope this is kind, he was a little odd. Um, I mean that in a nice way. There are a lot of odd people out there. Um, uh, you know, you might consider me odd, or maybe some of my kids, uh, maybe all my kids. Um, but this kid was a little odd, uh, even though he was a good communicator. Um, he was just a, a little bit socially awkward. In fact, one uh, one day, um, my wife and I we were we were out by the pool outside, and we were outside catching a few rays, and it was perfect temperature. The wind was blowing, um, and I was in the shade, and I was trying. I was like so tired. I'm like I'm ready to fall asleep. And I was about ready to fall asleep and this kid came in and he's like, hey, are you really loud? Hey, are you trying to get some sun? And I wanted to go, no, I'm trying to get some sleep. <laughs> but anyway, so it was that kid. And that kid said to my wife and I, we were standing there and he was looking at our, at our table, you know, with all our homeschool products. And he'd known I had already given a couple talks on homeschooling. And he said, I hate homeschooling. And now this kid, I... I was pretty sure had been homeschooled because his parents were there. They were, they were homeschooling family. I had seen him several years and several times. And he said, you know, it just, it, I didn't have any friends, he said. And he was, he was pretty aggravated. And I said, oh, I bet you, I bet you that's not totally true. He goes, no. He goes, I would never homeschool my kids. He said, because I, you know, I, I told my, my parents, I, I, I'd rather have friends than uh, be homeschooled. I said, well, you know, they only did it because, and he goes, I know, I know, they were doing what's best for me. I said, no, they were doing it because they love you and they were trying to do, you know, what they believe to be the best. And he goes, well, it's not the best. And he was, we, he was super angry. And my wife was a little more gentler than I was. I mean, I didn't have a lot of time to talk to him. And, and honestly, you know, usually when a kid tells me that, I usually, I don't blow him off, but I'm thinking, you're, you're not smart enough to know what's good for you. You know, you're going to change that whole tune because I've heard it before, um, when you have your own kids or when you're out there and you're like, whoa, I'm so glad my kids did that because they don't have the same perspective that we do. You know, they think, oh, you know, I'd be fine in a regular school setting. I'd be fine surrounded by all these friends, this crummy peer pressure. They don't know. They don't know what we're saving them from. I can remember with my kids saying, oh, there's a lot of crummy stuff. And they're like, what? And I'm like, just crummy. You have to trust me. And I'm like, well, I don't know what, like what? And I'm like, I'm not telling you what, I'm just telling you there's crummy stuff. And even if I explained it to them, they wouldn't have believed me. You know, maybe that's one of the, maybe the few drawbacks. Um, it's not a drawback, um, but uh, obstacles maybe of our kids, you know, because sometimes I don't, maybe they don't realize, even as they've grown up, all the stuff that we kept them out of that, you know, maybe it would be easier to drift back into, you know, a regular school setting. All that said, um, um, I do believe that one day that kid is going to thank his parents for homeschooling him. 
But as I thought about it, um, you know, th the issue was not that the kid was homeschooled. Um, I mean, I, re I would shudder um, even thinking of putting this kind of socially awkward, I mean, he was loud, he was probably a follower, you know, and then to put him in a school setting, how terrible that could be. Um, you could even maybe find, he could find himself in a really terrible, terrible, terrible situation. Um, now, his loneliness was felt. Um, I mean, he was, it was obviously obvious that he felt like he didn't have anybody, that he didn't have any friends. Uh, even though later I saw um, him with his family and they look like they're having a great time, um, which is a very cool thing. I mean, it's a lot cooler to have a great time with your family than with a bunch of friends. But here are my thoughts. Um, and I, I hope I say this kindly. Um, the kid was, again, socially awkward. He was odd. His parents might have been a little odd too, because it does seem to be a general, general, a generational thing. Odd parents give birth to odd kids. Um, I hope this isn't offensive. And if you're an odd parent, I think there's a message in here, you know, because I think odd is great. Odd just says I'm not like everybody else. You're not like everybody else. Um, we all know odd people. Maybe you're one of those odd people. I'm not sure odd people see them as, themselves as odd. Um, you know, because you, you, you wonder all the time, you know, you see this, this man who has Elvis hair, Elvis sideburns, and he's obviously not an Elvis impersonator. And you think, do you notice that you're the only one who has your hair like this? Or maybe you see a, a mom who, you know, she looks so starkly different than everybody else. Um, and you think, do you not see this? Or they talk differently or they, uh, you know, they talk about things differently. I didn't mean like they speak differently, but they just, they're just different. You know, again, maybe it's socially awkward. If you're one of those parents, can I just encourage you maybe to look at your children as <laughs> through not odd eyes? Does that make any sense? Um, you know, maybe, maybe your children, maybe they feel the oddness a little more than you do, because I know we do, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't want to stand out. I didn't want to be different. I wanted to be like everybody else. I just wanted to have hair like their hair. You know, I wanted to have, I wasn't trying to be cool. I just didn't want to stand out. I didn't, I wanted to have shoes that look like their shoes or clothes that look like their clothes. But when we take our kids and we expect them to maybe act like we do, um, and if we're odd, you know, maybe their clothes look a little odder than the normal kids. Um, and maybe you might say, well, I didn't, I don't even notice it. Maybe as parents, we should notice it. Um, and, and ask our kids, not so they blend in, but so they don't stand out. Um, because, you know, there's nothing noble about having a different hair or a weird haircut or a weird clothes. Um, and as far as maturity, they're not in that place. So if we have, a, if we have a, sometimes odd kids, again, are kind of pushed out. They're not accepted easily into groups. Um, and sometimes as parents, we're okay with that. But maybe we need to be a little more aware of our own children. Um, and maybe we have a conversation with our kids. You know, do you feel, do you feel like you don't have any friends? Um, and now my kids might've said that, but we were, we had so many people in our own house. Uh, you know, we just seemed like we had plenty of in-house friendships. Um, but maybe we talk with them 
and we say thing, we try to not, not cave in and say, okay, we'll put you in school because I would never, ever say that. I would only put my kids in a regular school setting if I believed with all my heart that that was the best for them. Um, I don't believe just for socialization reasons, that's the best reason. Um, so I wouldn't do it. Um, but I might say, you know, are there some kids that you would like to spend some time with? And they might say, yeah, you know, I, I never get to have anything. And, and maybe we've X amount of youth group or we've X amount of other groups, or we just are so busy, we don't have time to bring. Maybe we need to be a little more intentional and say, you know what, you got a good point. And maybe we ask somebody who isn't odd or does wear normal clothes or looks normal. And I know this sounds a little harsh. Maybe we say, hey, I noticed that all these kids have these kind of shoes on. Maybe my kid would like those kind of shoes too. Not so they're cool, but just so they don't stand out. Maybe my kid whose his hair is, you know, like all this whatever going on, it doesn't look like any kind of cool hairstyle, even though I've never noticed it before. You know, maybe I let him get his hair cut like that so he doesn't stand out. Because again, I think sometimes they see it as, an obstacle to friendships. And honestly, it might be an obstacle to friendships. Um, so maybe, and I guess what I'm trying to say is even as, as parents, maybe our job is to help those, our odd children not to feel so odd. Um, and I don't know how that plays out, but I know that I talked to a son who was really angry and you know, it, it was probably a little hard for them to go back and undo any of that because he was 20 years old. But it's not so hard when your kid is six or 10. Um, and maybe part of that, avoiding some of that future hurt is to adjust now. Um, so I'm going to let you chew on that. Uh, and, uh, you, maybe if you have some other good answers or some other thoughts on that, I'd love to hear them. Um, uh, I'm, I'm just going to be done for right now, uh, because I don't have been to ask any, put in any great thoughts, even though it's amazing to me how your kids have great thoughts. Um, I continually marvel at my kids and at Ben at their wisdom and their insights and how they encourage me and, following God a little more or, you know, uh, not being so fearful of all the craziness. Uh, I would say too, that maybe as you're getting back into the, to the swing of things, here's a little note to dads. Um, you can even pause this and have your husband uh, listen uh, if you need him to. Dad, I just want to encourage you that maybe things have gotten a little out of hand over the summer. Maybe your kids are playing more video games than you really would like them to, or maybe they're watching TV, or maybe they're doing some other things. They haven't been reading their Bibles, or they've just kind of just been coasting. I think fall or as school starts up, this is a great time to uh, get back in the swing of things. I know that, uh, you know, I, I really, my wife and I were having this conversation, but I was thinking about it before. I really need to spend time with my younger boys to make sure they know the truth of the word, you know, that they know some of those truths. I'm not going to necessarily bring in a lot of, you know, outside issues and say, well, you need to know where you stand on stem cell research or, you know, black lives matter, all that, you know, but I do want them to know what they know, not just because I believe it or because I've been talking about it, but because it's true. 
So uh, this is a great time to, to, to kind of step up to the plate again and run again, hard again. Um, but dad, I'm putting that, that, that brunt on you. Hey, uh, I've just been hammering out uh, with some of the folks that we've been scheduled. We started scheduling way back in the spring for October. I call it my back to normal tour um, because I'm ready to get back to normal. Uh, it felt amazingly good to be at Harvey Cedars and to, uh, even with a mask sometimes or some distance sometimes, or it still felt good to be together, to be encouraged by one another. And so we're going to be out uh, in October, we're going to be stopping by several places. Um, just to let you know where I'm going to be October 9th. Uh, and I don't know the dates on, I think it's a Friday. Um, we're going to be in St. Louis at a homeschool group there on the 11th. We're going to be at church in Harrisonville, Missouri. Um, on the 13th, we're going to be in new Albany, Mississippi. In the, on the 14th, we're going to be in Birmingham, Alabama. In the 15th, we're going to be in Valdosta. That's all they said down there. Valdosta, Georgia. Uh, on the 16th, we're going to be in on Fleming Island in Florida, which is up by Jacksonville. I have no idea. I've never been to Fleming Island, but I'm excited. Anything with island in it sounds good to me. Um, and then uh, on the 17th, we're going to be at St. Lucia's County uh, or St. Lucia, Lucy, St. Lucie County uh, in Florida, uh, just north of Jupiter. Um, and then on the 18th, we're going to be at Calvary, Calvary Chapel in Jupiter. An amazing church down there. Uh, I would love uh, for you to stop in if you're in those areas or if you want to let others know and maybe make a 45-minute uh, uh, road trip. I'm probably not worth much more than 45 minutes. So, you know, but if you want a night of encouragement and laughter, um, you should join us. Also, you know, if you, if you have a homeschool group or you're part of a homeschool group and you're thinking, you know, we really would like to have a uh, mid-fall group or even a um, back to, uh, back to, um, school event. Um, you could contact me. I'd love to work something out. I'd love to be a part of that. Um, maybe back to school as the, you know, the beginning of the new year. Uh, if you live within a certain radius of like 250 miles of say Milford, Indiana, Milford, Indiana, you can Google that. Um, it works out super easy. Um, if you're a little farther, it makes it a little bit harder, but sometimes we can work those out. I just had one today um, from somewhere down in Florida and for January, and we might be able to work it out. Uh, you never know, but you never know if you don't contact me. And I'd love to come and encourage your group in person because I've, I don't think we've ever needed more encouragement as we do right now. In fact, we're having, and just reminded me, uh, we're having our very first flash sale. I have never flashed before. Um, and I don't even know what flash sale means. It sounds like it'd be fast. And so what we're going to do, I, you know, I'm not in the t-shirt business, but we, we just have come up with a, another shirt. I know we did the smiling homeschooler shirt. We still have plenty of those in certain sizes. Uh, but as I'm holding this up to the camera, uh, this is an essential shirt. You know, everybody's essential right now, but this says essential underneath it says hashtag homeschool mom. Um, we are, we're going to do a flash sale. So we're not going to do more of these. We're uh, really, I don't only have about 140, I think. Um, and so we're selling for $20 with free shipping, um, which gives you a pretty good deal on a shirt. Um, and these are the same super soft shirts as a smiling homeschooler. They've got a special water kind of based ink 
that gets real soft after you wash it one. They don't make better shirts, softer shirts than these. Um, it's super cool. We'll have it up on the, uh, we'll have it up on our website. We'll put it on the Facebook page. Um, and uh, if you'd like to take advantage of it, you need to do it now because you're gonna, once they're gone, I don't think we're gonna do it again unless they just sell out like that. Um, but uh, we're gonna try this, this flash sale. It'll be my first time. And I hope you take advantage of it because mom, as a homeschool mom, you are essential. Uh, you're way more essential than all those other things. Um, and that's the truth. Well, hey, uh, it's been fun just you and me. I uh, hope uh, it's not just you and me next time. I hope Ben will be here. And uh, But until then, keep smiling. Now I have to turn it off.